0: Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. This is your host, Lorraine Nighthart. You have reached Venus Unplugged. What we do in these uh, blog episodes is explore the the nature, the archetype, the poetry, the personal relationships. The whole theme is Venus, the goddess of beauty and relatedness truth and beauty. What we've been looking at and exploring is this very kind of exciting and ancient, ancient, ancient um, myth of Inanna, and Inanna is the goddess of heaven and earth, and then she takes a journey into the underworld to meet her dark sister, Arishkagal, and now she's about ready to return to Boogie Street. So what does this have to do with you? Everything, because we are all connected to these ancient myths. I mean, there are some myths that we feel more psychologically identified with, uh, but this one is particularly fascinating because it, it's, she's crucified by an aspect of her own self. So, you know, on the first read of any of these ancient stories, Gotta give it time. Gotta read even like one line, and what does that really mean? Um, it's kind of like a focus. Make it the, the learning playful and joyful, and, and see how it works in your life. You know what happens when you return from a depression? What what takes place? The world is the same. It's like you're a little bit in shock because it's like, wow, the whole world didn't change. Or uh, nope, it's still. Doing the same stuff it's done all along. Uh, You've changed. So, the Ainana, the Queen of Heaven and Earth, the Divinity, the Divine Feminine, as uh, the powerful one, the one who brings the culture or formulates culture in our society, the one who loves and gives birth who enchants, who delights. These are all part of who we are and what we're about. And then comes that moment in time where uh, sometimes it's midlife crisis at 14. <laughs> you know, it's like, I'm not ready for this. What happened? Who turned the lights out? Well, the lights, first they start dimming. And then they start, to, the lights can go out, meaning we can no longer look at our life through uh an unfocused light or, or be blinded by light you know light is very very popular but it will blind you you can't see it there's so much light you can't see anything that's morgana banana that is my egyptian male cat who is filled with mischief this morning so uh the last time um we um the last chapter was inanna was uh brokered a deal, and she's coming up from the underworld. But the law of the universe, if you take something away, it needs to be replaced. And this is as true then as it is now. There's always a price to pay. And if you try to cheat it or trick it, well, you may get away with it for a while, but it's something else will, will happen. You know, you're um, you just can't trick the divine. You end up tricking yourself. So, on the way up, Ainana begins to realize. Uh, you know, she, she said this is astounding experience because this is this is a story of initiation process into the mysteries. So Ainana shows us the way and she's the first to sacrifice herself for a deep feminine wisdom and for atonement. So it's kind of like going into therapy. It's being devoted to your, your, uh, your soul uh, and, and its need to tell its story, its lament, its story. And she, as she descends and submits and dies, this openness of being, this willing and conscious surrender. It doesn't mean that she doesn't suffer equally and as much. It means she suffers with consciousness. She suffers because she must. And it's not about suffering as punishment. It's suffering as holiness. That's an important question when you're in a crisis or having a bad day or whatever it might be. Whatever is going against your ego ideal of how it should be. It's not fair. It's like, what? what? Fair? Hmm. What is fair is cause and effect. That's what brings the balance. Uh, so the, here she is, or here we are. And uh, we have openly decided, you know what, this is bullshit. I'm going to become whole. I can't bear one more broken relationship or I can't bear being in service to um, people or situations that do not honor my soul, whatever it might be. Or I just want to get better dance moves because I know there's a wild gypsy in my heart. Whatever it is, that's what it is. The soul delights. wants to be alive. And that eternal part of us knows can't die. And even in death, there are many deaths. It's not like we just die and leave this planet. We die and, and transform into another dimension. And then different Let's say then there's the journey and the death of the astral body and then there's the death of the etheric body. So there's many, it's, it's not like just poof. But what prepares us for these journeys in life slash death are these initiations. And it's a wonderful way and it's a, it's a soul-making way and it's a noble way to consciously suffer because the loss of the uh, the holes or the power or the fourth divinity that the ego has uh, over us. Now, there's nothing wrong with the ego. Don't you know? We can't be egoless because that's we'll, we don't exist. We'll be ghosts. But it's about when the ego gets you no. Know, the I becomes the all-powerful. How could you do this to me? It's like, well, because that's the storyline, right? So Inanna knows that she instinctively knows. We've got to go into the unknown, sit and suffer, be crucified, meaning being transformed. Uh, everything is broken apart, dissolved. and then the return so she is not doing this passively she's developing an active willingness to receive not receive what one wants but receive what is there to to be received was, it's just constantly, you know, feeding the, the ego, um, which is not necessarily nurturing to the soul. So the, there's a, a feminine boundary, it's a penetration, it's a quality, it's uh, letting another influence up upon itself within ourselves. And in a sense, you know, poetic images, it's like we allow this sacrifice it's penetration by the divine, which is very erotic in many ways. This, you know when we see the ecstasy of, of saints or shamans or whatever is, or music or art, we're being penetrated. so it can be ecstatic, but painful at the same time. So by approaching the dark forces and the earthly reality and the unconscious, and she slowly is peeling away the defenses and the ego identifications, uh, particularly that smashing ideal that we have of the conscious ideal of the personality. And it's been wounded, and we get cut off when we, uh, in a world that devalues value you know it's like facts without feelings as people say well it's just the facts these are the facts but it doesn't have any feeling in it so it doesn't have any real value so it's just going to wind up being brutal okay that may be the fact but where is the feeling function and feelings without facts just become you know uh Pathetic. It's like it's got to have some quality of groundedness, some reality, some fact. And, but they're soulmates, even though they come in completely different ways. And we're always struggling between the opposites. In, in fact, it may have truth, but without feeling, it's lost its humanity. And that's what we're here for, you know, the human the humanness of it You know, that's, that will be our, our badge of courage. I graduated Earth School. And here we go. So, Ainata, uh, she's on her way up. She's uh, having, she's, she's uh, suffered consciously. She's done three days, you know, it's always that three days. And uh, she's on her way up. And now, she's got to go for the replacement because you can't take and not return it with something. You can't take and not gift. You don't have to gift the person or the situation, but you gift it the next time you have an opportunity, you gift. And that's what keeps the cycles of life moving. So she is restored. Inanna is restored to active life. But she returns a little bit demonic. And, uh, She's not uh, so uh, sweet, and she's not so interested in aligning or appeasing. She's met Arishkagal, her dark sister, her dark side, her shadow. And so there's uh, when one has an, a shadow encounter, and if it if it fares well, or if it it leaves us with an insight. There's, there's an equality that you, that you get, which is a, kind of a ruthless compassion. You can see through the bullshit to what the core issue is, and that's where you hold true. I'm not falling for that story. I see what it is, and I'll hold to it what's go, what, what i need to do to relate to this in the right way it's not even the right way i don't like that right wrong stuff you know I mean, if we, we practicing getting that those opposites out of our language and see them as one that's a good start so here she is she's on her way up and she's met uh, the mourning and the suffering sister or parts of our own soul that needs to be acknowledged. So in this part, and it comes up, and she's kind of loathsome, and uh, she's claiming her right to survive. I don't know about you, but when people come back from an encounter and they realize. I have a right to survive. Not just survive, like on the edge of reality. I have the right to survive, to, to thrive. And to be an inconvenience in your life. Because sometimes we have to be an inconvenience in somebody else's life. They, want to, they put you in a little category, and that's where you're going to stay. So let's say in a, in a case of somebody who's very mothering, Or or you are a mother, you know, and the children will keep you in that mother role. It's like no, 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 no. I will play this role X to this point, but there comes a point when it has to turn around and you give to the mother. You make sure she's okay. Whether you like her or not is doesn't matter, because that's one of the other tricks. Is like people will take and they say, well, it wasn't that good anyway. Well, fuck it, you shouldn't have taken it cause and effect, receiving, giving forth. These are all these opposites that we're constantly, constantly being exposed to. So you now she's on her way up, and so she's fearsome. And, and it's, it's, it's the fierceness of any woman or the animal figure in a male uh, coming out of hiding and ready to stand her ground. Talk about don't poke the bear. This is a very wrong time to annoy someone with one's unfeeling sarcasm. Oh, blah, blah, whatever. Because you're going to be in for a big surprise. Within ourselves, too. So she comes this fierceness. Now, Ainana's sons, Shara and Lulai, uh, had, had abandoned the routine of their daily lives and gone into mourning for Ainana. They suffered with her. They stayed related. They didn't disconnect. They didn't go like, oh, no biggie, so what? You know, I've been through worse or you'll be through worse. I mean, that's, that's all that excuse to, to serve your own ego and not be inconvenienced by somebody else's suffering or having in some way to help uh, aid them. Well, that's not a real emergency. Well, you don't know what a real emergency is. Emergency is an emergence. We emerge from or to a, a new awakening. So when Inanna returns from the underworld and meets each of them in turn, And they're ready and willing to take them. So the... the I forgot what they're called. The Gala, G-A-L-L-A, are ready and willing to take them to to Inanna's place. So they're kind of... This is like... Like well, I say, it is in a sense symbolically. You know, this is like Cinderella, the dark aspect of Cinderella. You're not looking for a shoe, you're looking for a soul. You're looking for a replacement. Who now? Whose turn is it to go into the underworld and be initiated? So Dumuzi, my beloved Dumuzi, her honeyman. You know, it, 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 he's taken the place, I know, his consort and shepherd. And she has installed him as the king of Sumar. And he's gone on with his life as if nothing had happened. Wow. Really? Your wife has gone missing? The queen of heaven and earth has gone missing? And you're whooping it up? I was in this spot I was seeing, like, sitting on, on the throne. He's got one leg thrown over the, the arm and, and just is, like, partying his ass off. Wow. That's not smart. And he has grown so attached to and identified with his high position that he has neither wept for his lost wife nor ran to greet her when she returned this is a huge teaching w- whether you value someone's suffering or not but you love them you, you weep with them and for them just for the human condition you may not be directly understanding it so this this is a and this is, these are things that we get insulted we get hurt about what, what do you mean you weren't there for me you know the best versions of ourselves. So this is definitely a no-no, then and now. Uh, So she sees that. So while Inanna had ventured into the unknown, Dumuzi has turned his attention to earthly achievement. Uh, But Dumuzi is the logical candidate as well as the only, uh, and, and her best beloved consort is equal to Inanna. So, we, you know, we can't throw something uh, that we don't have. We, we have to sacrifice. So this shows another first she sacrificed everything within herself. And then in order to have the replacement, she has to replace it with something that she values, something that she loves, you know, something that we need to give up. So guess what? He's going down course, he's freaked but then you think about it it's like woo. you know he dared to have intimacy with the goddess and that entails a price the price of initiation not the price of your life the price of initiation the price of your life for your you know it's three steps one two three bite so inanna challenges her equal to make the same descent she endured. That's like I always say, you know, reality is when it happens to you. That's when it's reality. People have all sorts of intellectual questions until they have an experience. There's the facts and the feeling story. So Dumuzi attempts at scapegoating or, or taking flight, and he, betray, he betrays his need to descend into the underworld himself, his need to find a relationship to an inner feminine whom he can accept non defensively and reverent as equal. So the stage is set. Ainana tells her consort to go to hell and make it stick. So that's what we're really wishing upon a person or Claiming upon a person. Yeah, you go to hell. You go into it. So it's not as terrible as people think. It's like, no, you go get initiated. Then we can have this conversation. We can't have the conversation if there's no experience. So needless to say, you know, the Gal, they seize him and they beat him. And then, uh, but he prays. He prays to Yuchi, the God of justice and, and the brother of Inanna. Remember, he was the one that actually chose Dumuzi. Her, her, her husband, right? So what does is, what is, uh, his brother-in-law do? Out of a sense of mercy, right? He turns Dumuzi into a snake so that he could escape the god. And at the same time, Dumuzi gains the serpent wisdom that nothing in the great round dies, that life forms are not lost but renewed. Uti, the sun god, is the balance of a He, like Inky, is outside the patriarchal logos. Not adversary, but complement of the feminine. The solar God and the dark goddess are the pillars of the esoteric temple. It's like when you see the priestess card in Tarot, those two pillars, that's what we're talking about there. All this stuff repeats, redefines, shows us again and again what we're looking at here. So we've got this wisdom going on, and there's no, you know, the, the myth, it's, it's active, it's alive. It's not just steps. Each step is a, is a story within a story, a journey within a journey, a teaching within a teaching, which will bring Wisdom. Now, he has been king, but the qualities of understanding, compassion, devotion, and belonging to others he lacked. So he just thought, well, this is my, you know, rightful inheritance. I'll just do what I need to do here, and uh, I'm cool. I'm cool because I'm kidding. I'm cool because this is going to happen, never realizing, you know, she's, she's, she's coming back. So mourn for others. When you can say a prayer or mourn. Uh, Then, since he hasn't wept for his beloved or done anything, you know, didn't even let the dogs out to go find her, right? And he knows. And the part of that part knows, you know, this is the classic puer aeternus—the eternal boy doesn't want to pay the price. I just want to have fun. So what? What do I have to pay for? I'm a child, and it's like, nope. Time for your tour of duty in the underworld. And uh, this is this is tough for any one of us. Certainly, in broken relationships, the first thing that we we long for, you know, is that the person feel for us what's gone through. Now, if there's a narcissistic response, the person who has wounded you will just turn around and go like, "Oh no, no, well, you know, hey, you walk in my shoes, like what? Really?" Now let's dial this back and let's go to how this works. So he's freaked. Now his sister, which would be, uh, in uh, psychological terms, his sister would be his positive anima figure. So she offers to take his place in the underworld. And that's kind of it's like a Christ crucifixion, although it's not as spectacular a performance piece of Christ on the cross. But it's much more personal and deeply feminine. And uh, she offers herself courageously, accepting her own destiny for one man she cares for, her brother, Her motivation is human passion, love, and grief. So her name is Gestiana, whose name means vine of heaven, and is thought of in the myths as a wise woman. So she's in service to the human dimension. She does what she can to redeem the one lost to the underworld. She acquiesces to her own cutting down. She does not flee from her fate, nor does she disintegrate the goddess of fate, as does uh, Gilgamesh and the patriarch, that's a whole other story, as she volunteers. And in this courageous, conscious acquiescing, she ends the pattern of scapegoating by choosing to confront the underworld herself. a huge image rather than be the victim and, 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 or the victim for somebody else I'm going to do this because it is true of my being so she kind of represents the, the whole symbol of, uh, of uh, the, the initiation process and she feels that, you know, she can lovingly and relatedly uh, have union or partners with, with, the, with the masculine. She's also willing to serve both light and dark aspects of her own depths and of the goddess. She's, she has not yet made the descent, but she's willing. But that's not the way it goes, because Dumuzi has been chosen. You know, he's the one. He's the sacrificed God. He's got to go and do this. And now starts the journey of his resistance. And he's running all around. I'm not going to do this. Well, you know, it's kind of like uh, addicts, or you know, running around acting all their stuff out. Uh, And then suddenly something will happen that forces them. It's like, no, you've got to take a journey into the underworld and and face this. And if they don't, um, that's not the end. It's not really free will. It's like, okay, you're delaying this. But the compound interest in misery is astounding. So, is on Boogie Street. She's... um, now has to you know be involved in this chase to uh, get the beloved the uh, the chosen one to be sacrificed, and this continues. so this is quite interesting, and also that what we what we refuse to sacrifice within our own life, I'm not going to be inconvenienced. I'm not going to sacrifice that. You know, you you could do that, you could fix that, instead of like, whoa, this person has, uh, you know, your beloved has been uh, gracious and kind and there for you, but, you know, um, you can't sacrifice something, you have to, because if the gods are going to sacrifice, choose your sacrifice, oh, you're really not going to understand it. Not because it's more painful or punishing. It's just you're really not going to understand it because it's it's like it's a completely different parallel reality that we're not ready for. You need to know that in initiations, it's custom-made. It's kind of a divine poetry that we're all part of. So we will continue with, this, uh, with the chase uh, next week. Bye-bye.